Hey everybody, Economic Ninja here. I hope you are doing great. We're gonna talk about the markets because they are not doing great. Uh, at the filming of this, we're just coming off of yesterday's trading day. Dow Jones up 600 points, but there's a lot going on that does not, you know, it's not right out in front of you. We're gonna talk about some stuff. And with that, I'm gonna give you uh, what is happening in Europe and how horrible it is. And I want you to understand, and it's so vitally important that you understand what's going on in the Eurozone right now, because the European crash, as it gets even bigger and it's going to the summer, it is gonna translate into a crash in the United States. We're gonna talk about a little history lesson with Germany and how uh, everything you see today is not like it was before the last crash we had. I'm also gonna talk about uh, the debt markets in the United States. We've got a lot to cover, so with that being said, Let's grab the notes. <laughs> yes, that's right. If you're new to this channel, I'm not very fancy. All right, notes. So Dow Jones up uh, 600 points today and some change. Uh, a lot of people literally in the comment section of some of my videos were saying, hey, it looks like we're starting to turn around. No, that's what the headlines say. That's what they want you to hear on CNBC, okay? So let's get that straight. 10-year bond has hit 3.3% during trading today. That's not good. I'll explain that in a second, but we're going to dive right into the European Central Bank. Now, the Eurozone is in very serious, serious uh, trouble right now. As a matter of fact, just when they were thinking, hey, we're going to start being able to, you know, offload some of our balance sheet or raise rates, they're now talking about rate cuts. And what they just had is an emergency meeting. And if they didn't have that emergency meeting, uh, we would have already been in flat out collapse. So let's go right into it. OK, so uh, right now, sovereign bond markets imploding in Europe. Markets have consistently priced in a credit risk premium into the sovereign debt of some countries in the Eurozone. And we're going to talk about one specifically, uh, Italy. Um, now, this is at the same time right now that the Fed has just started unwinding its balance sheet. That happened last week, and we saw chaos, literally. And the reason why is because sophisticated traders know that the Federal Reserve cannot unwind its balance sheet properly and hold this together. Uh, you just saw Ben Bernanke come out and say, you know what, I think that a soft landing is possible. Just so you guys know, he was 100% wrong in 2005 and in 2006 when he said there's no way the housing market could crash and they fixed it. Wrong, wrong, wrong. And he's wrong again. But he's trying to sell a book right now. So I give you an idea. This is financial advice. I would not buy his book. I don't think it's worth the 21 bucks that's printed on it. I, why would you read a book from a guy that was wrong in the last crash? And now he's saying that, oh yeah, the Fed can. Now it's funny, one day he was saying the Fed screwed things up and didn't act fast enough, which, okay, all right, Bernack, I agree. But then the next week he's saying, well, I think we could, uh, we, could, we could see a soft landing. It's possible. No, it's not possible. And I don't want you to drink the Kool-Aid. I want you to be prepared, not scared. And that means being able to retain as much wealth as you can before this crash. So right now, risk is being priced into uh, uh, sovereign debt right now. The problem is governments need debt more than ever right now to keep this Ponzi scheme alive. The problem is they're having to pay higher and higher rates. All right, and I'll explain that. See, uh, Europe's inflation right now is a game changer and market insiders understand that. That is very, very, I wanna make that very clear. They understand what's going on. The inflation rate is blowing up, especially in the uh, European energy markets, right? And I'm gonna be honest with you guys, a lot of this happened before Russia moved in to the Ukraine, okay? That exacerbated the issue, obviously, but we saw some pretty dumb moves, right? Where Germany was saying, you know, hey, we're gonna cut you off. And you're, <laughs> Russia's like, cool, uh, let's, let's watch how this works out. And, uh, you know, we're not gonna, you know, certified Nord Stream pipeline. When uh, uh, Germany, did you, did you have your hearing aid in? Um, did you hear the facts that you guys need energy? And this is gonna literally make it much worse. Well, it did. And the facts are, traders understand this, and they're starting to get really scared because, uh, Europe cannot pay the people 
the, the common everyday citizens. And please, guys, for my subscribers from Europe, please dive into the comment section. Let us know where you're uh, from, what country you're in, and what's inflation like for you right now. Because traders understand that you are having a very hard time paying your bills and just making it. And going into this heat wave right now, people not being able to use air conditioning or other uh, means of transportation because fuel costs are exploding even worse than they have been before. And we're going to get into that history lesson. What happened with Germany that people don't like to talk about in 2005? Traders know it's getting bad. Now, uh, Italy's right now. Italy is the basket case. This is not Greece today, okay? Greece has had its turn. We're now talking Italy, and Italy's a big deal. Right now, Italy's uh, debt to GDP is far higher than it was in 2010. And I want you to understand that when Greece and then later on Cyprus was going through its issues, its debt uh, defaults and issues and restructuring, Italy was one of them basket cases as well. Here's the problem. They're worse today than they were back then during the, the European uh, crisis back in 2010. Uh, now, to explain, when government debt levels are uh, considerably higher than GDP. What happens is risk rises. So in turn, uh, people that loan, banks that loan money to governments, and we even have individuals that loan money to governments, billionaires out there, right? They demand a higher premium. Why? Because they are pricing in risk. When they are investing, you know, it's like giving money to a gambler that's always losing and can't even pay his bills. Well, what are you gonna ask for in return or for collateral. It's probably gonna be pretty expensive, right? Well, the government right now is just a drunken uh, gambler and they're just blowing money like crazy. And the sad thing is the people making these policies are out driving nice cars and they don't care that they're running your economy into the ground because they're gonna be just fine. That's the horrible part about it. Hey, and if you agree with that, do me a favor, shameless plug, hit the thumbs up button. If you agree with that, that politicians are ruining world's economies right now on your dime, hit the thumbs up button. It gets Yago out and that's called the truth, and we need to tell people the truth, right? Because we wanna be prepared, not scared, and take advantage of this next collapse, all right? Now, if the emergency meeting, oh, let me stop real quick, let me, that's why I got my notes, my cardboard notes. Hey, if you know what kind of uh, boots I got, put it in the comment section. Uh, so Italy is a basket case right now, right? Their GDP is, is off the charts. As a matter of fact, right now, um, uh, their GDP, okay, let me stop. Italy's 10-year bond yield. This is what's scary, because we talk about the 10-year bond and the debt markets and how vital it is to know what's going on in the debt market in America. But Italy is going through their crash first. And quite frankly, I'll be honest with you, when Europe collapses, I give the US between two and four weeks till we flat out collapse too in our markets. Why? Because we're so tightly uh, uh, together, all right? So I want people to understand that. That's why we have to follow what's going on. Italy's 10-year bond yield has risen from a half a percent, 0.5% of 1%, half a percent in September to nearly, I think it touched 4% in the last week. Okay, that is an absolute explosion in the percentage rate, right? So think about everything that's tied to the 10-year bond in Italy and to everybody that wants to borrow money. It's very similar to what's going on in America, but on a percentage basis, it's worse. So right now, it is leaving people on the sidelines that used to use debt to grow wealth, right? We all use debt to make wealth, especially in the housing markets, right? Well, when uh, your 10-year bond, which is your, a, like a benchmark rate, right? When a lot of people, a lot of institutions uh, base their lending off of, it explodes. Most people cannot deal with it and they cannot pay their bills. So that's something that's really scary. Now, if the, um, the emergency meeting had not happened, this is what I want people to understand. 
Um, if that wouldn't have happened, we would have had a very serious issue and we would have said the 10-year bond, Italy bond, anywhere between five and 6%. But what happened was because they ended up having that emergency meeting. Sorry, I got something in my eye. What happens is it calms traders down, like, okay, they're gonna come up with an answer. And in a day and age where, uh, like Mario Draghi in 2010 was just beating the hammer, said, it, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, we're gonna buy every bond, we're gonna buy all the debt, whatever it takes, we're gonna buy it down, buy it down. There's a time where that doesn't work and it actually breaks, the system breaks. And I want people to understand how vitally important that is to literally get inside of you. There's a day where everything they try and do fails. And that day is coming very soon. Now let's talk about this history lesson because I want people to understand this. Back in 2010, like I was saying, the European zone was going through all kinds of uh, very difficult times. Uh, one being Greece, then later on Cyprus going through issues. Um, but Greece was really, uh, the world was focusing on Greece. It was like the, just about the, almost the tiniest country until you met Cyprus. And then, um, and then it was Greece that had all these problems. He had to restructure his debt. And everybody was blaming everything on Greece. It's just like everybody blaming things on Russia today. But let me tell you the reality. See, in 2005, Germany uh, had a little problem. They had a little problem with their debt market and their GDP. As a matter of fact, their GDP started to collapse. Uh, it collapsed, actually, I've got these in my notes, from about 1.5% to 0.7%, right? Uh, in a period, I want to say from memory, from 2002 to 2004. By 2005, things were getting really ugly. The reason why was because oil was going up. And uh, the economists at the time were saying, hey, Germany's falling into recession. This is bad. Uh, they have way too much debt. The interest rates are rising on their sovereign debt. They cannot service their debt. We have a very serious issue. And the euro was only about, you know, I don't know what, four or five years old at that point, six years old. And they had their first crisis. And it was Germany, 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 Germany. And I want you to understand that because they said that if oil kept rising at that point, Germany was going to fall into recession and they were going to lose the 0.7% GDP, which would have been really bad. Now, I bring this up because during the Greece uh, time when Italy was, had issues, but Greece was really the focus um, during the 2010 Eurozone crisis, Germany was the one in charge. Germany was the, the, the rich country. Germany was the one with the strongest strongest uh, thing, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I can't get more pissed off. You wanna know why they were the strongest? It's because they restructured their debt in 2005, 2006. Whoa, man, but you know what's crazy? People don't remember the last cycle. And the news cycle directs you down a path. Now, now let's take this out from Germany, out from Europe, and let's go into America right now. The world, especially Wall Street, wants you to think everything's okay. Hey, we're staging a comeback. As a matter of fact, during this video, the Dow might be up another four or 500 points, might be up 800 points. I'm gonna tell you what, we are in very serious times right now. The DXY, just, you know, it's all fake because it's the dollar as opposed looking at, you know, comparing it to other currencies. And what's the one that's most weighted in the DXY versus the dollar? The Euro. How do you feel about that? Do you think the dollar's strong? Well, let me remind you, every time you go to the grocery store and your food costs more, or every time you go and buy gold and it costs more, you buy a car, it costs more, you go buy your, pay your electric bill, it costs more, it means the dollar is collapsing. Same with the Eurozone. See, all the currencies are collapsing, they're just collapsing at different percentage rates because you're comparing them to other ones. What you should be doing is compare your currency to real estate, to gold, to your electric bill. That's how you find out if it's not, if it's failing. And just you know the US dollar? Yeah, it looks strong right now. It's because it's the best smelling turd in the punch bowl. That is the truth. Again, if you think that's the truth, hit the thumbs up button. Why? 
because we need the truth to come out. Because you can't make good, educated financial decisions without the truth, all right? And snaps. That's a bonus one. I don't think I've ever done more than two snaps in an entire video. Point being is this. The mainstream media wants you to believe that everything's good. It's like when Jim Cramer came on the week before Lehman Brothers collapsed and said, I think you're crazy if you don't buy Lehman Brothers at these prices. It's a deal, deal, deal. And he's got some stupid you know, sound effect because that's what appeases the people. Or like when you know, uh, Dave Ramsey comes out and goes, I don't know why you're not buying this up. This is buy the dip, baby, buy the dip. But you know what's just funny? Dave Ramsey also said the same thing right before the dot-com crash and in the middle of it too. And then it kept going down. See, the talking heads want to tell you one thing, but you need people that have actually been through it. I invested and got out before the dot-com crash. I got out before the real estate crash. Now I'm preparing you guys for the greatest crash of all time. Why? Because it's a currency collapse. This is the big one. This is the mamba jamba, the big mama, the big kahuna. Whatever way you want to say it, more money will be lost and way more money will be made. Wealth will be transferred. The problem is some knight in shining armor is not coming to just hand you a box of gold or silver. I'm not joking. That is not going to happen. They have uh, put fairy tales in people's minds. It's actually going to take work. It's going to take tenacity. It's going to take being meek. That does not mean humble. Meek means having power and authority and choosing not to use it, even if you could change the situation like that for yourself or your family, but waiting, being patient, ready to strike at the proper time, the most opportune time. The narrative right now is that there's a comeback coming and we've got this and Jerome Powell's gonna be able to give you a soft landing. The truth is, every time interest rates go up, that is one more bullet going into the magazine and they're ready to fire them off, pew, 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 as the collapse happens. Here's the problem. There are a lot of very smart people and I'm not saying I'm smart, but I'm one of the people that agree with these smart people. <sighs> Don't take anything I say as financial advice. I'm just a dude with a bro hawk and a dream. Um, that's my disclaimer, how do you like that? But the facts are the Federal Reserve is going to be failing at the ability to raise rates fast enough to be able to lower them down. They did the same thing in 2004 where they took the benchmark rate from a quarter, uh, 25 basis points, up to uh, three and three quarters, 4%, something like that. And then it flatlined, or maybe it was a 6%. I don't remember. It's not in my cardboard notes. Point being is this. They kept raising it incrementally, knowing the crash was going to happen. It plateaued. Then they could lower the rates. Problem is, they don't even have the magazine near full. Matter of fact, it isn't even half full to deal with this. This crash is going to happen before they get this uh, benchmark rate up past 2.5. I can almost guarantee it. I'd be shocked if we hit 3% federal funds rate. Why? Because what do you think the 10-year bond's going to be when the Fed funds rate's at 3%? Think about that. You'll see a 6 7% 10-year bond, and you want to see the... the, the Real estate market rollover now, ha <laughs> ha, wait till mortgages are 9%. And for anybody to say, oh no, this time's different. Yeah, you're slow, you're dense. You're right, it's different because it's 10 times worse. Guys, I think that's probably a, bet, a great time to, to put this on you. And just so you know, this isn't doom and gloom. They're called facts. If you don't like the facts, you got problems. And you're gonna be able to make a lot of money from this if you hold together your credit your credit score, you're gonna need that, right? Because you're gonna to wanna to go buy tons of homes and rent them out to people that lost them. You're going to need to get out of debt as much as you can right now, so you could think clearly. You're gonna need some emergency food, because yep, that's coming, they've all warned you. And then you're going to want to 
get ready and start to energize yourself, your mentality, your, your mental being to be ready to take on because you're about to run in just like a firefighter would run into a burning building as everyone's coming out. Imagine the financial Wall Street's going to be burning and you guys are going to be running straight into it going, let's do this, baby. As everybody else goes, no, it's burning. It's falling. You go, copy, get behind me. I got this one and you got a financial hose and you turn that thing on and it's full of good credit and money sitting off to the side and you're going to absolutely crush it. Guys, we're going to lead an entire army of people around the world that are prepared and not scared. That's what Ninja Nation's all about. Hashtag Ninja Nation in the uh, comment section for me, guys. Hashtag the country you're in right now and tell us your story about inflation around the world. People need to hear this. We need the truth to be out. We want this army to be big. It's not about you and it's not about me. It's about all of us. All right, guys, that being said, the Economic Ninja is out.